0: What is going on everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to episode 17 of the Just Ballin' podcast. Hope everybody's kind of enjoying maybe some time off from basketball, but I know we all miss it because it is currently All-Star break. Obviously, the All-Star game happened last night, and then you had the three-point contest, the slam dunk contest, the Rising Stars challenge, and all that stuff. So, yeah, we are going to be doing a mid season because I guess we're we're a little bit past the midseason mark if you're going obviously like percentage of games wise but we're at kind of the midseason point of the all-star break so we are going to be giving you or I'm going to be giving you my all NBA teams my all defensive teams and my all rookie teams at the all-star break now these are just my opinions these are kind of my predictions or who I think deserves it if the awards happen today and the season ended right now this is who I would pick for my awards if I had a ballot, and I had a vote, or I had to say anything. things. So, yeah, I'm going to be giving you my All-NBA teams, defense, and rookie. Um, And, yeah, just obviously this is just, take this as a subjective point of view. This is my opinion. Obviously, you're going to disagree with some, especially, I think, once we get to All-Defensive Team. And actually, no, you're going to probably disagree with probably every team but All-NBA First Team. Honestly, that's probably the most given one here. And I guess we could just dip our feet in. Let's get into this. Um, All-NBA First Team. Now, this is for me, in my consideration, I have Anthony Davis as a center. Now, he has played 37% of his minutes this year at the center position, according to NBA.com. So, yeah, I'm going to have him as a center. So, my team is Luka Doncic as a guard. I think these are given. James Harden as a guard. I don't really need to talk too much about that. It's obviously self-explanatory why they're an all-NBA first-team type player this year. And, yeah, uh, forwards, LeBron, Giannis, centers, Anthony Davis. I think those are the five best NBA players this season. I don't really think there's a huge debate And also, what I also I want to kind of state now, what I took in consideration: your team has to be good. I mainly there's every there's just one player on my All NBA team. So out of 15 spots, one player isn't currently. On a playoff team right now, he's currently I think the ninth seed or the eighth seed right now. He's currently the ninth seed, and you can already guess who that is. Um, that'll be my all NBA second team. But yeah, so like Trey Young won't make my list. Now the reason this player and I'll just start it, it's Damian Lillard. He's my first guard for all NBA second team. The reason he makes it is because he's at least giving the Blazers a fighting chance. They're twenty-five and thirty-one. They're four games out of the eighth seed. They're still in there. Trey Young and the Hawks, they're fifteen and forty-one. They are currently seven games out of the um, eight seed, and I I don't think, or no, excuse me, they are 10 games out of the eight seed, and I don't think they're catching the Orlando Magic, so that is the reason why I pretty much pick players that are only on playoff teams besides the one exception of Damian Willard, but yeah, like I said, first team, Luka, Harden, LeBron, Giannis, AD, they're all self-explanatory, I don't really feel like I need to waste your time and go into them, obviously they're they're all great, and they're all leading their own way, and I think everybody can agree, those should be the OMBA first team selections if Anthony Davis is considered a center. If he's not and he's a forward, then it gets interesting. You'd probably have to decide between LeBron or AD. I'd probably pick LeBron and then you'd move AD down to the second team and then probably... The center would be, I guess, M B Jokic, Gobert, whoever you think would be the first-team center. So, yeah, that is my own first team. Like I said, I'm not going to go into it because, obviously, it's self-explanatory. Now, second team. It's it's starting to get a little tough, but I, I like my second-team selection. So, my guards were Damian Lloyd and Ben Simmons. Like I said, Damian Lloyd's having an incredible season. He's honestly, like, having one of the best shooting seasons ever. Um, like watching him play every night and watch him pull up from 40 feet is just incredible. But yeah, he's averaging 30 points a game, basically 29 and a half. If you round up, um, eight assists a night, four and a half rebounds. And yeah, he is shooting 39% on threes on 10 attempts a night. He's shooting 46 from the field. Um, he's shooting 89 from the line. And if you look at his shooting, it's really good. It's 62%, which would be a career high for him. And yeah, it's, it's incredible already. So he's actually, I think leading the league in minutes played this year. Um, and yeah, without him, he would obviously, where well, the Blazers would be like the 10th, 11th, 12th seed. He has a PR of about 27, which is a career high. And yeah, he'd be obviously an MVP candidate if the Blazers were good this year, but they're not that good. And obviously, he missed the All Star game. He's missed the three point contest because of the groin injury. Hopefully, he'll be ready to play um, starting. The um, second half of the year. So let's hope for that. So, yeah, he was my first guard. Ben Simmons was my other guard. Ben Simmons obviously started off slow. A lot of people wanted to hit on him. Now people are realizing how good of a defender he's been this year. He honestly has been the same, I think, right now than he has in the beginning of the year. Um, you can probably see some improvement, but people now all of a sudden want to call him Defensive Player of the Year. I feel like he's kind of been in that realm throughout the whole year. And I think he's definitely deserving of an OMBA team. It was tough putting him in the second team, but I did value defense a lot here. So I, I moved him up and um, I. Took him over guys like Kemba, Westbrook, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, Donovan Mitchell. Um, obviously, we'll get to some of those names later. But yeah, that's kind of the reason why I've been to since the two. And I think he's been the best player um, or the most important player to that Sixers team this year. Um, so moving over to the forwards, two former teammates, um, Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam are my forward spots. Now, Kawhi Leonard was easy. Pascal Siakam was tough. It was definitely tough picking him over some other guys that we'll get to later. But uh, I wanted to give Siakam some love. He was an all-star starter. He's, I think, been the best player on that Raptors team. Maybe not the most important player, but he's been the best player. You could say maybe that's Van Wiet or that's Kyle Lowry. But he's still averaging 24 points a game. He's shooting 36 on threes on about six attempts a night. 7.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. Um, It's the highest usage of his career. Um, He's currently at a 29 usage, which is almost 10% higher than last year, which is an incredible jump. And I think he's been very good on the defensive end this year and I think he's an OMB um, deserving selection if you want to put him on the third team that's fine but I think he deserves some love and I have him on my second team and my OMB second team center is all-star starter Joel Embiid and Embiid has been very good on both sides of the ball this year he hasn't missed too much time with injury obviously he had that hand injury Um, he was actually my preseason preseason MVP pick it's not going out too well the Sixers are a little bit disappointing as a lot of people thought they might be the one seed this year but they've they're currently the five seed, I think, at this current moment, or they might be the six seed, actually. They are the five seed. They are two games up of the Pacers who are currently on a losing streak, or they were on a losing streak um, until they faced the Bucks without Giannis. But yeah, Embiid is my um, center for all second team. He would be my all first team center if you had AD as a forward. So just to quickly recap, All-NBA first team, Luka, Harden, LeBron, Giannis, Anthony Davis. All-NBA second team, Damian Millard. Ben Simmons, Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid. Alright, so moving on to All-NBA 13. This is tough because now you're going to leave some guys out. And I tried to pick, like I said, every player that's currently on a good team. Like, I, like I, yes, the Magic and the Nets are playoff teams... They're not particularly good teams. Now, I don't have any Magic players, but you probably can expect that. And yeah, um, I did put Kyrie. He's at 20 games right now. Their Nets are currently, they have played, um, I believe, 53 games. Yeah, 53 games. So they only have, what, 29 left? So at most, he can get to 49 games. Yeah, that's not cutting it for All-NBA teams. No way. You have to play at least, I think, 60 games, in my opinion. And he's going to play less than 50. So yeah, I don't think he's deserving of an All-NBA team. Um, so yeah, my All-NBA third-team guards... Kemba Walker and Russell Westbrook. If you would have asked me two weeks ago, there's no shot I would have even considered Russell Westbrook for this, but he's been on a tear lately, and obviously the small ball has helped. It's allowing him to kind of penetrate at only one defender, obviously the guy guarding him, obviously, and then help defenders come, and then he has four shooters around him. Either it's Roko, House, Tucker, Gordon, Harden, um, Macklemore to kick it out to or he can obviously just attack the rim. It's helping him out a lot and I really like the system or the way he's been fitting into the new small ball Rockets lineup with Dan Tony's, um what he's implementing and the reason I chose Kemba Walker over some of these other guys is I think he's still been very good this year and if you want to put him out that is fine with me. Um, I think he has had some cold spells and he has been hurt a little bit. He has played 46 games um, out of the Celtics total uh, 54 games. So, yeah, he's missed some games this year. Obviously, he's been hurt. Uh, but he's averaging 22 points. He's got a true shooting percentage. It's it's still solid this year. It's not like it's anything crazy. It's 58%, which is still above league average. I believe league average this year is around 565 half. Uh, but it's tough. He was kind of somebody, like, I was like, do I flip a coin to do this? Because, obviously, you only have a certain amount of spots. And I'm also a big advocate just to make this positionalist. And you don't have to have positions. And you can just have the 15 best players. I'm open to that. I honestly would rather have that. Because, obviously, there's only three center spots. That kind of sucks. But there's six guard spots. But, um... Yeah, I ended up choosing Kemba Walker. Now, moving over to my forwards. Yeah, so we had two Sixers on All-NBA second team and Ben Simmons and Embiid. And for All-NBA third team, I have two Celtics. I have Kemba Walker and I have Jason Tatum. Now, Jason Tatum, I think, honestly, should be in the conversation for most improved player. I don't think he's going to get that love, obviously, because he's been kind of solid his first two years. And he's breaking out this year, though. Um, 22 points. He's shooting 38% from the field. Or, excuse me, from three. Um, he's shooting 80. Uh, 1% from the line. But his defense has improved so much this year. And I think he's been coming kind of into that star range already. I think he might be creeping up on Kemba as that best Celtic player. I know I was a big advocate for Jason Tatum last year. A lot of people like to hate on him. But i thought that was not rightfully so i thought obviously the fit was with Kyrie wasn't that good and i was really excited to see tatum be the number one of this team and then they sent kemba but he's honestly been the number one he's scoring the most on this team and his defense has been incredible and i think he 100 deserves to be on an all-nba team and an all defensive team but we'll get to that later now jimmy butler also is my forward it was tough i wanted i literally flipped a coin i flipped a coin between jimmy butler and chris middleton I didn't know who to pick. I ended up going Jimmy Butler. And then my center was Nikola Jokic. He was pretty tough too um, to pick over Gobert or Adebayo. But I ended up going with Jimmy Butler, leading the Heat to a top 5 seed in the Eastern Conference. They are currently the 4th seed. They are 35-19. and He's the best player on that team. I had a Raptor. I've had a Buck. I've had a Celtics. I've had 2 Celtics. I've had 2 Sixers. I wanted to get a Heat on this list. And that was Jimmy Butler. Because... And then in the Western Conference, we had two Lakers, we had a Clipper, we had two Rockets, we had one Nugget. But yeah, I didn't put any Jazz on this list. It sucks. If you want to honestly put in Donovan Mitchell over Kemba Walker, now that I'm talking about it, I think I would be okay with doing that. Um, So don't crucify me, Jazz fans. I'm sorry. But yeah, to recap my all-NBA teams, my all-NBA first team, Luka Doncic, James Harden, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Anthony Davis. My all-NBA second team, Damian Lillard. Ben Simmons, Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid. And then my All-NBA third team is Kemba Walker, Russell Westbrook, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Baller, and Nikola Jokic. Uh, Some runner-ups that I wanted to mention or at least give some love to for guards, Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Lowry, and Chris Paul. Just wanted to give those guys some love um, into the runner-ups honorable mention section. And then for forwards, Chris Middleton and DeMontis Sabonis. And then my centers, Rudy Gobert and Bam Adebayo. Alright, so moving over to all-defensive first team. Now, I thought the first team was pretty easy. I actually think this is what it's going to be by the end of the year if it ended right now. And I also cheated a little bit and I made AD a forward in this. <laughs> but I made him a center in the NBA teams. And then my all-defensive d- second team was rough. And I don't know how I feel about it. Um, It's tough. It was the last guard spot. And then, honestly, one of the forward spots I wanted to debate on. But, yeah, we can get into this. So, like I said, the old division first team I thought was pretty easy. I think a lot of people are going to have the same one. Maybe one player doesn't make it. Maybe one does. But, yeah, my guards are Ben Simmons and Marcus Smart. Two players from the Atlanta division. They've both been great on that side of the ball this year. I think Ben Simmons has probably been the better defender this year. But I think, overall, Marcus Smart's probably the better defender. Obviously, people want to give Ben Simmons love for being... um. Possibly in the defensive player of the year conversation. And yeah, he's able to guard one through five. Is what? Is he 6'10? 6'11 off the top of my head? I do honestly want to look it up so I'm not wrong. But he's 6'10. Yeah, and he can literally guard every position on the floor. You watch him on that side of the ball. It's honestly a treat to watch. He's played. Mainly all his minutes on offense at point guard, but he can guard all um, five positions on the floor, and he definitely should be all defensive first team. He should be unanimous in that. And then Marcus Smart, you know the drill with Marcus Smart. You know the deal. He's been amazing this year. He's my second guard. Now, it over to forwards, AD, Giannis, and Gobert. Now, I do believe that all three of these guys could be the top three in defensive player of the year voting when it comes down to it, because it sucks, though. Like, this is what I'm also a big advocator for. I'm going to kind of um, veer off here, but... um. The center position. There's only two all-defensive centers, which sucks. Because defense um, or center is kind of the most important defense... Um, position. It's kind of like you're the point guard or you're the middle linebacker. You got to be calling out stuff left and right. You have to know what's going on. You have to know when to help, when to come out, when to switch. And I think it's very important. And it kind of sucks that there's only two center positions on the all-defensive team. But yeah, I ended up going AD, Giannis, and Rudy Gobert. I think those three are pretty self-explanatory as well. I think AD is probably the front runner to win defensive player of the year at this moment if the season ended right now. But I think Giannis and Rudy deserve some love. And if Giannis was MVP, they're probably not going to give him defensive player of the year. So moving on to all-defensive second team. This is where it got tough for me. There was a couple easy ones or, or ones I felt good about. It was my center and my first guard. It was Patrick Beverly and Joel Embiid. Um, I thought like Joel Embiid, I think, had kind of a seasonal or a, a very big marginal gap between the next center that I considered, which was Bam out of bio. But. I ended up going Joel Embiid, and obviously you can probably give Brooke Lopez some love as well. But yeah, I went Embiid there. Patrick Beverly at the first card. And then this is where you can kind of disagree with me, and I can understand why. So don't take this too seriously. This is just my subjective opinion. Next card, Chris Dunn. Yeah, I know, but I think Chris Dunn has been great on the side of the that ball, that, uh, that side of the ball this year. If you watch him, he's been great, and he's on a bad team with not very good defenders on the floor with him, with Wendell Carter Jr. being hurt, Marketing's missed some time. He's play, he's sharing the court with Zach Levine, Thomas Hetteranski, Kobe White, not very good defenders. Their what are your best perimeter defender? Porter Jr. been out this year. Um, Otto Porter actually. I don't know if he's a junior. Um, And then Wendell Carter Jr. has been hurt. So um, I know he's on a bad team, but the advanced metrics love him. Box plus minus or defensive box plus minus loves him. Defensive PIPM loves him. Um, RAPM loves him. And then um, that's real adjusted plus minus. And then uh, defensive win shares. Love them. And I, I wanted to give him some love. Um, it's been a crappy year for Chicago. And they're hosting the All-Star game. They didn't have an All-Star, unfortunately. I thought marketing was going to be an All-Star. He was my preseason All-Star pick. Um, or he was one of the picks. And yeah, Jim Boylan and that team has not been good this year. But yeah, I'm giving Chris Dunn some love. And I ended up choosing him over like a guy like Fred Van VanVleet or Kyle Lowry or... I don't even know who else you want to consider for this at this moment. But I ended up going Chris Dunn. And my two forwards are Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum. I chose those guys mainly because they played majority of their team's games this year. Obviously, you can probably throw Kawhi Leonard in here, Paul George, but they have missed some time in their own right. And I think these two players have been great on that side of the ball. And um, I also wanted to give OG and Anobi some love as well. And I considered him maybe for one of those forward spots. But yeah, um, obviously you can want to say Roko or PJ Tucker as well. But I ended up going those five. Patrick Beverly, Chris Dunn, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Joel Embiid. So to recap my all-defensive teams, there's only two of them. Maybe they should add a third. But yeah, it's Ben Simmons, Marcus Smart, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Rudy Gobert for all-defensive first team. And then my all-defensive second team is Patrick Beverly, Chris Dunn, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Joel Embiid. And I wanted to give O.J. Nanobi and Bam Adebayo some love as well. Okay, now on to all rookie teams. Now, I kind of made this positional list for the most part because I didn't want to help out somebody like Jackson Hayes, who I don't think deserves to probably be a top 10 rookie he definitely deserves to be on the cusp of all rookie second team but he's pretty much the only good rookie center this year if you honestly look at it so I don't want to give him love just for that um and I don't think he's personally been in the top 10 in rookies um but that is debatable he is in one of my honorable mentions so don't get mad at me Pelicans fans and yeah I was kind of a cop out as well I put Zion on my all rookie first team honestly what we've seen seven nine, 10 games from Zion this year, and I already want to put him there, and I would already probably vote him second in rookie of the year voting, um, and yeah, he's only played 10 games, but he's averaging 22 points in 27 minutes, he's been incredible, seven and a half rebounds, and he's shooting 58% from the field, he's got a true shooting of 62%, and his per 36 is amazing, it's 29 points, about 10 rebounds, three assists, it's incredible, so um, yeah, my all-rookie first team, John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Brandon Clark zion williamson and tower hero two notable um things two grizzlies and two miami heat so that was pretty cool um with moran and clark being the grizzlies and then hero and kendrick nunn being the miami heat now let's see if you want to maybe have any controversy so i put two guards in for john nunn and then forwards were clark and williamson and then i put a utility so like just a throw in and that was tower hero now other guys you could have put there matisse theibel eric pascal um, You could have considered. So, uh, the guy I probably would have considered is Thibault, obviously, because he's been incredible on defense. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, honestly, Thibault could be all-defensive second team over Chris Dunn. That is probably somebody I, I should have mentioned. So, yeah. Yeah, you could also put Thibel, um in the all-defensive second team. I don't know why. I just didn't think of him. But yeah, <laughs> just going back to all-defensive teams. Sorry for uh, backtracking there. But yeah, uh, my all-rookie second team, or my all-rookie first team was John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Brandon Clark. Zion Williamson, and Tower Hero. And my all-rookie second team was Matisse Theibel, Kevin Porter Jr. That might be a surprising one to some of you. I think he's been the better rookie of him and Garland on the Cavs. And obviously Dylan Windmer, we haven't seen at all this year or much of. Um, And then Eric Pascal, PJ Washington, and Rui Hashimura. Wraps up my all-rookie second team with honorable mentions on the cup being... Jackson Hayes, Kobe White, R.J. Barrett. Yeah, didn't have R.J. Barrett. DeAndre Hunter, Jared Culver, and Michael Porter Jr. Porter Jr. has missed some time, obviously, and he hasn't played. Um, He was on a minute restriction, but he's had his nice games this year, but I don't think he'll make an all-rookie team. Culver's been very inconsistent um, this year, but he's been better on the defensive side of the ball. But yeah, that's actually mainly what all these guys have been, inconsistent that didn't make it. Hunter, Barrett, White, and Hayes. Um, Barrett's had his star potential games, but would you consider him better this year than Kevin Porter Jr.? I don't think you could. Barrett's been really inefficient this year. He's shooting 39% from the field and 31% from three. I mean, 31% from three isn't horrible. It's not good, but 39% from the field is just horrible, and he's shooting below 70% from the line. But yeah, I wanted to give a Hornet some love in P.J. Washington. I gave Eric Pascal some love as well over in Golden State. And then Rui Hashimura, um, I think has been fine when he's been playing because obviously he missed some time due to injury. But yeah, um, so to recap the all-rookie teams, John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Brandon Clark, Zion Williamson, and Tower Hero. That is first team, all-rookie second team, Matisse Dibal, Kevin Porter Jr., Eric Pascal, P.J. Washington, Embry Rehashimura, with honorable mentions that you could have thrown in all you want is Jackson Hayes, Kobe White, R.J. Barrett, DeAndre Hunter, Jared Culver, and Michael Porter Jr. So yeah, those are my mid-season all-NBA picks. Let me know what you agree with or disagree with. Obviously, you can comment easy on YouTube, but if you want to write a review on Apple Pod, let me know, but yeah. um, Thank you all for listening as well. It's really fun to do these. I think once a week is a good pace, and then obviously in the summer where big moves happen, we could do kind of like emergency pods and stuff like that, And then we could do multiple. But yeah, I've been having fun doing this. I think next week's pod is going to be my mock draft 1.5. My lottery mock draft 1.5. And I think that'll be fun. It'll be my first mock draft. Um, over on this Stress Ballin' podcast, so that'll be exciting to do. I did do one already on my YouTube page, but, um, yeah, I'm excited to do that. That will come probably next Monday morning, as you're going to see this on Monday morning of the 17th, so that will come on the 24th, so I hope everybody enjoyed kind of the All-Star break. Um, it's kind of a nice relaxation knowing that Baseball's going to come back in a couple days, but it's nice having a couple days off, um, and kind of having some other hobbies that you can kind of enjoy, and then we'll get right back into the forward things, um, I believe on Thursday? Wednesday or Thursday? I believe it might be I forget off the top of my head. But yeah, it's one of those days that basketball returns. So I hope you guys enjoyed my all-NBA, my all-defensive, and my all-rookie teams. If you're on Spotify, if you could drop a follow, I'd appreciate that a lot if you're listening over there. And then if you're on Apple Pod, if you could write a rating or review, I'd love that. And I'd really appreciate that. And then if you're on YouTube, a a like or just like a comment or saying you subscribe just because of the pod means a lot to me. So yeah, thank you all for listening. I love you guys, and I'll see you guys in episode 18. Peace, y'all.